Hello, lovely listeners. These are crazy times we're living in, and we wanted to let you know we're thinking about you. Because we record our episodes in advance, we didn't want to give you the impression we're not concerned about what's happening. Things are changing rapidly, moment to moment, and the challenges of social distancing are affecting many around the globe. We feel it too. But rest assured, we're here for you. So reach out. Connect with us on our socials, by email, and or voicemail. But most important of all, take care of yourself and those you love. We'll get through this, and when we do, wine and hugs for everyone. Now on with the show. Hi, welcome to Clitterly Speaking, the podcast. I'm Michelle Doherty. And I'm Emily Lane. We are BFFs dedicated to bringing you conversations between girlfriends over a bottle of wine. Oh, I am so excited about the wine part. Oh, me too. So pull up a chair, grab your glass, and let's get talking. Hey, 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 Emily. How are you today? Hey, 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 Michelle. (laughs) I am fabulous. I am here. Yes. I'm alive. You are. I didn't get kidnapped or anything. I know. You had a fantastic trip to South America. That's right. To El Salvador, correct? Yes. What city were you in? I was in San Salvador. Nice. Yes. Yeah, they sent some pictures and they were gorgeous, Emily. It was an incredible trip. Amazing like, people. Like, I totally understand if she doesn't come back. I wouldn't come back. That's that yeah. one picture you you uh, sent me with the beach and the mountains. Oh yeah, and the sunset. I believe. Oh my it god, was it was amazing. Incredible. It was it was a very surprising trip. I have so much to share about it, and mm-hmm. we're definitely going to have to just plan a time to have a conversation on the show about it. Yeah, because there's so many insights, and it's a really incredible place. So yeah. I'd love to share with you. Yeah. And I'm glad to see that you're alive. Yeah, I know. I had surgery. I yeah. finally had that, uh, that little issue taken care of with my belly button, and uh, I've had pain with it for a long, long time. Years. And, years. And I'd yeah. gone to talk to a surgeon about it, and, and he said there's probably like a stitch left over from a prior surgery, and and, um, yeah, and so like I feel, a stitch, like an actual, like like, stitch. A, like an actual, not a dis- like wow. someone might might have used a permanent stitch Ooh. instead of a dissolvable Ooh. stitch. But um, uh, so you know that was last week, and I'm walking pretty good. And uh, they they removed all of the um, inflamed and infected belly button material, and oh you would gosh. be um, you would be um, um, pretty impressed like how involved your belly button is with every movement oh Getting right well it's bed, right out of the bed center, rolling over core it's right there in the middle yeah. yeah yeah so um so yeah so i've had i took a week off of work i watched a lot of netflix and um Ooh, what's your top pick that you're going to share with us that we should know about I, well you know i do have a a secret um, d- um fantasy or not fantasy but a, a secret pleasure of like british Oh yeah, that's not a secret. So, We've talked about that. So yeah. I, uh, I like, I finished all of the Dairy Girls, and that was hilarious. Okay. And um, I also, so I have the Brit Box. I also have Acorn TV. Oh my gosh, you are really into it. <laughs> I, yeah, I know, I really am. And so I watched this one series called Mount Pleasant, which was a lot of fun, and that was like five, I five, five seasons. And that's about a family in northern um, northern England, the Manchester area. So that was a lot of fun. But anyway, we don't have a lot of time no. to talk about all of that stuff because we do have a great guest we coming up. Yes. But let's. What what are we drinking tonight? Oh my gosh! So um, this is another 
another treat bottle oh, yeah. from our friends, the wine merchant. Not only is it a treat, but it's huge. We have a very large bottle here that, to get through today. So it's going to make our conversation really good. But um, we are drinking a bottle of Argentinian Malbec. Um, mm. The producer's Luca. And um, I'm, you know, I'm loving this. I, you know, it's it's very interesting to me. There's, you know, right away, like on the nose, you're getting that. What it's dense dark fruit. I mean, you look at this yeah. thing; it is inky. It is what year black. Is it? It's a 2016. Wow. Okay. And you know, and you get that on the palate. Like, I mean, this thing has got that dark fruit, but it also has this extremely long finish. Mm-hmm. So towards the back, I'm getting some of that nice kind of baking spice kind of thing going on. Um, lots of tannins. This really has some structure. Um, also, I'm getting a little earth on those. Like, this is a a nice, complex wine here. My question would be, does it come in a smaller bottle? I'm or do sure I have it to does. buy the, that, what is that, the three gallons? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> the jug. Um, yeah. I, you know what? I'm sure it must come in a smaller bottle. He was just... You know, he was generous. He with was us. just generous. No, it is delightful. Uh, and I, I found that like the first sip was like, whoa, that's that's interesting. But the more I have had, it mm-hmm. is it, it's it's silky smooth to me, mm-hmm. um, and it's easy to drink a lot of it. Which is why I yeah. wanted to know if there was a smaller bottle as opposed to the bigger the, bottle because right. I would drink, I would drink whatever is open. Exactly. You know? We're in danger zone here because we it are. is delicious and it is. There's a fair amount of it. There's so, a lot. So, yeah. Um, but if I, if this were a panty, I would say that it is uh, a panty that moves and breathes with you Ooh. as well as is um, uh, right away providing opportunities for whatever you would like to do. Oh. And I, I say that as a way to like set up. I know. It's really, our, that is the perfect panty for our conversation for our because, conversation. my goodness, yeah. We have a panty expert. Right. And so we need to just go ahead and uh, bring her on. So, Emily, I'm really excited about our guest today. Uh, why don't you go ahead and introduce her to everyone? Oh, my God. I am also very excited. Um, we are inviting Melanie Crystal to our table today. Um, she's the founder of a company called My Laurels, mm-hmm. which... This is a very interesting product. It's a very sexy product. We've had some great conversations with female um, inventors and innovators in the sex-positive space, and this is definitely one people should know about. Absolutely. I'm really excited about it. So I know today we're doing a Zoom call, so yes. we've done that before, and uh, so there might be a slight delay, but, but it works out just fine. Yeah, because, Melanie, you're in L.A., right? Yeah, I am. Yeah. Welcome to the show, Melanie. Thank you. I'm really excited to be here. Thanks so much for inviting me. Yeah. So since we can't be sharing in the same bottle of wine with our distance, um, what are you enjoying during this conversation? Yeah, so I knew you all drink wine during the show, and I'm not I'm not a huge wine drinker, and I actually didn't have any here, but um, I did uh, make a vodka cranberry for myself and put it in a wine glass. <laughs> it is lovely. I think that that just shows your ingenuity, your inventiveness is coming out. Uh, and Emily, or cheesiness, <laughs> one or the other. Emily always says that it doesn't matter, you know, as long as you've got good stemware. 
and uh, the fact mm. that you chose a nice glass uh, for your for your vodka and cranberry is a step above me because I would just put it in like a red solo cup. <laughs> I've been like, it's fine. I'm good to go. I wanted to get in the spirit, you know. Yeah. I love yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> Although, Michelle, your stemware collection has definitely increased I have since a we've uh, launched this venture well, here. Yeah, I, I, I had a lot of wine glasses anyway to begin with, but now now that everything, I just it seems that it has multiplied mm-hmm. and. Um, one of the things I would like to do at home is like put wine glasses in different locations in the house because there's something about you know drinking the wine up in the studio, Studio C, and then having to go all the way back downstairs, get another glass, come up. But if I just had them in like little nooks and crannies in yeah. the house, then we could I could drink wine. I Everywhere. do the same. Yeah, All my my upstairs record room is. I've got a whole closet full of stemware there, and then of course my kitchen. So it's yeah. very handy. Yeah, Emily's yeah. record room is on the third floor, <laughs> so it is very very high up, and yeah. um, it helps to have yeah have I, stemware up there. I would quit drinking probably. <laughs> if that, I'd be like, no. If I didn't have it already up there, I'd be like, no. I think I'll, I'm gonna abstain because yeah. um, I can't imagine going back down two flights of stairs and back up two flights of stairs. I know, I know. Unless there's a little seating spot for me halfway to drink a little bit. Uh, and you'd need your somewhere there, too. Exactly. You know, exactly. ready to roll. So, Melanie, I um, will you share with our listeners a little bit, like, what is my laurels? Sure. Uh, so, laurels are sexy, silky panties uh, that are worn for when you really want to receive all the really amazing sensations of oral sex, but you don't want that skin-to-skin contact. And what we found is that a lot of women really crave like all of those really lovely sensations, but then for one reason or another, they find themselves turning down oral. So mm-hmm. maybe it's because their partner has a scratchy beard and it like mm-hmm. physically hurts and it chafes against their skin. Um, we've also heard of women who, uh, you know, just don't like getting oral on their periods. They're Mm -hmm. concerned about the mess or, you know, if they just went to the gym or if they want to try out rimming and they're worried about poop, you know? Um, So there's lots of reasons. Also, you know, some people um, just feel a lot of hesitation about having somebody so up close and personal, uh, which is really unique, I think, to oral sex as opposed to other kinds of intimacy. And so laurels are these beautiful silky panties. Um, They're single use and you can pull them on right before you want to receive some action. Mm -hmm. And they're uh, they're so thin and they're so stretchy that you can actually feel all those sensations. But then the material's non-porous, and so it blocks anything that's holding you back from enjoying the experience. What? So what is the material? Uh, so it's made out of latex, uh, the same okay. latex that condoms are made out of. Okay. Um, and so we refine it so that it feels really silky and soft to the touch. It doesn't have like the stickiness or mm. the lubricant that a lot of condoms have. Right. Um, it feeling actually a lot like a silk panty when it's when it's being worn except it's uh very very stretchy and it clings to your skin it's interesting because i think about like condoms they always to me seem really tight right well if you're wearing them as a panty i would think so yeah but there must be something different that you're doing so that they have that flexibility and don't hurt and 
you know. Totally. So so one of the reasons that a condom feels so tight is that, you know, it's a small uh, it's a small diameter. So there's hey, a lot hey, of internal There tension. are some of our listeners <laughs> who would be offended by that. So maybe we could just say like a... Relatively small <laughs> compared to the lovely <laughs> hips of a yeah, woman, you, you know? <laughs> we don't want to turn uh, them off. <laughs> like, what? How do they know? Actually... <laughs> there are some amazing videos on like YouTube and all over the place of people sticking um, arms into condoms. People put condoms over their heads. Oh my God. So condoms are actually incredibly stretchy. Natural rubber latex is a very, very stretchy material. Um, so with laurels, uh, you know, if they are roughly like this width, um, you know, a- as worn, you can actually stretch them all back up. You can yeah, stretch them yes. like about this far. So, so she started it, out with showing us on the compu- on the on the Zoom call about, about eighteen inches, right. and then she stretched it to about which some man would feet. say is twenty four inches. <laughs> <laughs> right, <laughs> we, we rounded up. Right. We rounded up. So for the list, you know, because not all of our listeners will be able to see the video, um, but uh, definitely that was the difference mm-hmm. in size. So so um, a pair of panties can stretch that far. Or are you just talking in general? Um, so, uh, so laurels would be able to stretch okay. that far. And then also, I mean, one of the reasons that they're able to stretch so far is just because natural rubber latex, uh, when it is as thin as, as we make it and as condom makers make it, um, it has really great stretching properties. Okay. Uh, so, so right now our current version of the product fits a size zero through 14 in mm. U.S. sizes. And then we're working to create another version that would fit, uh, you know, many more sizes, sizes as well. Yeah. Um, I would like to ask why um, this only single use, is there not a way to, I mean, I understand why condoms would be single use because it's like, yuck. Um, <laughs> why would yeah. you, you know, you know, reuse that with the, with the ejaculate in there or the semen? But with the panty, is it not washable? Well, there might be some ejaculate in there too. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sure. So, um, so, I mean, you know, the, you know how when you take off a condom, it starts uh, kind of crumbling up and yeah. um, kind of sticking to itself. So that happens with laurels as okay. well. Um, okay. when, when you pull them off, they're going to uh, get a little bit crumbly and a little bit uh, sticky. <laughs> but, you know, you would have to pull them apart and then wash them in order to use them again. Um, you know, and in doing that, uh, sometimes the, the the quality of the latex can, mm-hmm. can change a bit. Basically, you know, when we were making the product, we had to decide what was most important to us. Um, what and and what we end up realizing is, I really wanted. Uh, the women who were using the product to be able to have an experience where it felt like they weren't wearing anything at all. Right. And so in order to do that, we had to go with a very, very thin material. And when you make material that's that thin and that stretchy, and it then comes off your body, it's really hard to then turn it into something that you would use again. Okay. Um, What is the, what's it taste like? It tastes like vanilla. Yeah. So, oh, wow. um, okay. Yeah. So we, we did some surveys to figure out like, you know, what was a taste that most people are, you know, either really enjoy or are fine mm-hmm. with. And vanilla seemed to be a taste that most people really like. And, you know, we knew we were only going to do one scent to start with. So right. that's what they are right now. Oh my um, gosh. Yeah, it's a 
it's a pleasant, like light vanilla taste. So we had uh, Laura DiCarlo on the the show, um, gosh, probably close to a year ago. A year ago, yeah. Yeah. And uh, she told us that the um, inspiration for her product, the Ose Massager, was this orgasm that knocked her off the bed. Do you have something, do you have a similarly sexy story of like your inspiration for my laurels (laughs) or how did Um, you, how did you come to, to be be creating this and how did it start? Yeah. So, um, and so by the way, the website is mylaurels.com. Uh, the panties themselves are laurels and, oh, okay. uh, okay. we referred to the company. Um, but so anyway, uh, so, um, I, I would say that it started uh, back when I was in college and I was a pure sex educator and I would teach people about a product called the Dental Dam. So currently the Dental Dam is uh, really the only product on the market that uh, exists to protect against STDs during oral oral sex on a woman. So it's basically a flat little sheet of rubber and you have to hold it in place and um, it can often move around on the body. It can crumble up a bit and basically cause multiple layers between uh, one person's tongue Mm. and another person's Mm. vulva or clitoris. And so that leads to less sensation. And so anyway, I would teach about this, this product back then and you know, people understood the utility of it, but it was kind of a laughing stock. People would be like, "Really, you want me to hold this thing in place?" Yeah, and it's, it's very it unsexy. Dental dam, and mm-hmm. yeah, it's so, so yeah. Where unsexy. did that name come from? Dental dam. That is like a horrible. Yeah. So I mean, it, it actually came from dentistry because a very similar product had been used for decades to isolate a tooth during dental procedures, and so the uh, basically a. Uh, CEO of a condom company was getting a dental procedure and realized to himself, huh, I could make this product a little bit thinner and we could use it for cunnilingus. And, you know, I, when I was teaching about this product, I was glad that it existed, but I did think to myself, like, it's really too bad that the product for this purpose isn't sexy. It isn't beautiful. Mm -hmm. It isn't something that people actually want to use. So then over time I found myself using dental dams and um, on a, particularly romantic vacation, we found ourselves wanting a dental dam. Mm -hmm. And I thought to myself, this is ridiculous. Like, why isn't there something that on this romantic, beautiful vacation would actually make me feel confident and attractive and would enhance the intimate experience Mm -hmm. rather than detract from it? Uh, And so that was when I had the idea what if the dental dam were actually just like a beautiful panty, something that people like could slip on and it would look really sexy and mm-hmm. it would basically be this fun addition to inti- to intimacy. intimacy. Yeah. So then did you come home and start like drawing, you know, making up mock-ups, you know, asking around, searching Sewing Google. dental dams did, together. Did, did, did your romantic <laughs> vacation end up being since like this is an internet research night? It's like, hold on, you know. <laughs> so I was actually, I was a lawyer at the time okay. and I went back to my law job and I just like, I couldn't stop thinking about this idea of like an oral sex panty. And so then I started talking with a few of my friends and um, a few of the other lawyers that I worked with. And, you know, I would, I, the female lawyers, and I was asking them, um, you know, I kind of had this idea. What do you think? And they're like, you know, it's funny because you're mentioning it as an STD prevention device, but I actually, you know, my friend who was married said to me, you know, I'm, I'm in this long-term relationship. We don't have STDs. Um, but 
you know, I'm not really worried about STD transmission, but it sounds like your product could actually be really useful for me when I find myself turning down oral. So like, you know, mm -hmm. if I didn't shower that day or if I just went to the gym, I find myself saying no all the time. Like, would mm -hmm. this work for this? And I was like, huh, you know, I think it would. And so then I started talking with more and more women who were telling me really similar stories that they loved the idea of oral sex. But then when it came to the reality, they found themselves turning it down. So basically, this idea that I had had for a dental dam replacement, I realized, you know, actually, this could help so many people, mm -hmm. like, you know, people who have STDs and concerned about and are concerned about them, but also so many other women yeah. who are turning down oral sex when they want to be saying yes. Uh, so a broader you know, market about yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, after thinking about it for a few months, I decided, I think I'm going to do this. I think I'm going to quit my law job. And did your what did your parents think? <laughs> My parents uh, frequently say, it could have been anything else, Melanie. <laughs> <laughs> Why did it have to be this? Um, but, you know, I think that they ultimately are very proud of me for, you know, doing something that was scary and that was hard and, you know, leaving uh, a, a stable and steady job. I, you know, I think that they were worried for me, but then also to see that it's turned out really mm -hmm. well and yeah. that I'm you know, able to help all these people. And, you know, yeah. sometimes morals will be in the press and my parents, like, I think <laughs> have mixed feelings because on one hand they're like embarrassed, but then on the other hand, they're really proud of the press coverage that will. Sure. Well, you're yeah. empowering women sexually. So that is a real positive thing. Um, I'm curious, are are there countries that you notice are um, there's a bigger market for it just because of a modesty standpoint or, you know, where are you seeing um, trends for your product to go? Yeah, we're really seeing a lot of interest um, all over the world and throughout the country at this point. Um, I believe we've sold to over 35 countries, I think. And, you know, it's almost every single continent. Um, and, you know, within the country, I think that we've hit every state at this point. So, you know, I think that people buy laurels for different reasons. Some of them are buying it, uh, you know, for modesty reasons. Some, some people are buying laurels because, you know, they want to try rimming and, you know, they really want to have some like kinky fun. And, <laughs> yeah. you know, People are some people are buying it because their partner has that scratchy beard. So it really is a product that I think has struck a chord for a lot of folks who have found mm -hmm. themselves turning down oral when they could be saying yes. Yeah. Do you see yourself now that you're in this space of you know um, fostering sex positivity and exploration? Do you see yourself expanding into other product offerings? Well, yes, eventually. So. First, we want to make sure that laurels are available for anybody who wants them. So it's really important to me and to the company to get another size because yeah. right now our si size 0 through 14, it only fits half of the U.S. female population. And that's just not nearly enough. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I, I hate that we're not fitting um, the other 50% of the U.S. population. So we really want to work on that. Um, we also um, are planning to create a see-through version. Uh, you know, yes, yes. Wow. So some people um, want that, uh, you know, the um, opaqueness, they want the modesty, but other people are, are looking for something uh, that is more see-through and that, you know, has more exposure. Uh, so that's really important to us as well. 
Um, you know, I think eventually we'll create a version for men. And oh. I was curious oh. about that, you know, um, how you would make that work for them um, with a, with that kind of a panty. But that's a neat idea, you know? Yeah, I mean, yeah. you could right, like right now uh, put a condom on on him and then get yeah but then you're still that way but yeah but then you know like what i but it's probably yours is probably is it thinner than a condom have you tried or is it going to be like the thinnest condom uh so um, so the thinnest condoms are about 0.04 millimeters uh regular condoms are like 0.06 to 0.08 um or a little bit thicker than that and laurels are like 0.05 to 0.08 yeah okay but there's also benefits to covering the groin area so, like, you know, I could see why that would could be an attractive option. Yeah. So for now, um, we we haven't gotten laurels uh, cleared yet with the FDA. That's also a very okay. very important thing for us because we want people to be able to use them to protect against STDs. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, but once we get that clearance, then you know I see a lot of other uh, applications of the product and uh, products for you know other swaths of the of the community. What is that process like of trying to get? that kind of, oh my God, through those layers of legal. It's it's not too terrible. Um, She's a trained lawyer. Yeah, that that does help. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, So, you know, it's basically, I think of it as a three-step process. So um, first we, um, and, and this works, this process works when there's another product that has already been cleared by the FDA that's a similar product. Okay. So dental yams are quite similar um, to laurels in a lot of ways. And um, so I would say that the first step was using materials and manufacturing processes that are really similar to the dental dam and to condoms and to other products that have been FDA cleared. Uh, The second step is that we want to be able to test every unit to make sure that there aren't microscopic holes through the pass. And so condoms are tested um, with these like phallic-looking, you know, machines uh, that have already been used for decades. But laurels are a very different shape and size than condoms. So those machines don't exist yet. So right now we're working to create the machines that would be able to test every unit. And then once we have those machines ready to go, um, it's a relatively simple process with the FDA. Um, and uh, we believe that we would be able to get clearance pretty rapidly once those machines are done. Um, I was, I'm curious with, you are a vibrant, intelligent, um, attractive uh, woman in, a, in an industry that that is basically male dominated. I would, I'm going to go out there. What has it been like for you to kind of like, blaze your own trail have you have you been welcomed has it been a fight has it been like you found your you know a sister and other sister women out there in in the industry and like you know band together together. band together (laughs) I mean what's that been like for you and um you know and you also are are youthful Mm -hmm. right so it's not like you're um and you don't have the I find that in the this is my um my uh, perception that 
when a woman is in the sex industry, whether she's a sex therapist on the radio or she needs to have the words doctor in front of her <laughs> to be, you know, to, to be like, you know, like Dr. Ruth or Dr. Laura, yeah. whatever it was to be taken seriously. And so you don't have that in front of you. So has maybe it, I should be calling myself Melanie Crystal Esquire. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Throw some of those things on there. I, so has it? Oh what's it? God. What's it been like for you? I mean, yeah. So within the industry, the industry has been so welcoming. Oh my gosh, I love being part of this industry. Um, you know, I, I've been going to conferences for to, for the last couple of years or so, uh, and from you know, adult entertainment uh, from that industry to the pleasure products industry. Um, I think people are really open to new products out there, new ways of helping people experience pleasure and intimacy. Um, You know, I think that one of the things that's been really beneficial for Laurels is that we really are a brand new product. There really isn't anything out there that's like that. So I really feel like we've been welcomed with with open arms uh, by the industry itself. Then also within um, the female founder community, there's a really like vibrant community of women who have created sexual health products. Uh, we have a group called Women of Sex Tech, and okay. uh, people you know are really friendly with each other and really support each other through uh, the work that we do. Um, and you know we do conferences together, we do panels together. We it's a pretty small community and and tight knit as well. Um, I would say that. Uh, outside the sexual wellness community, um, I'm really working hard to break down the barriers that are, and and the taboos that are associated with, uh, you know, working with sexual wellness products. Um, I think of sexual wellness as basically a recreational activity. You know, it's something that you do often with people that you love and it makes you happy and it makes you like physically improves your health. Um, I, I think that the more intimacy uh, people are having, the happier we are as a society. And I think that it really is an inherent good uh, for culture. Uh, but I do think that it's not really treated that way. I think it's treated as something that is embarrassing and shamed. awkward mm-hmm. and shameful. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, you know, I think that a lot of us in the women of sex tech and then also uh, within the pleasure products and adult entertainment community, I think we're all really working very hard to destigmatize uh, sex and intimacy mm-hmm. and uh, to help. I think in doing that, we help people feel less ashamed and uncomfortable with their own sexuality, and they're more willing to express themselves and to actually enjoy sexual activity. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, I wish that on everyone. I I, I want people to be having more fun in the bedroom. I can just imagine, like, a listener who... um, similar to myself, right? Of, and uh, out on a date with a husband or boyfriend or partner. And, um, you know, you're like, re- had that had that bottle of wine and you're, you know, you're kind of ready to, to go right, home. Right, right. Um, you've had the plus size you, bottle of wine. You've had a few, <laughs> yes. you've had a few glasses. And uh, you're like, oh man. It, but then you think to yourself, no, I, I, sh- I, I, I need to shower. And, mm-hmm. Um, so, okay, well, I'll just give him, I'll just, you know, take care of him. I won't, I won't ask for it for myself. And then, and then if like he tries and you're like, oh no, no, no. And you, 
or or he could be like, oh, maybe he could be like, I don't know, you know, you didn't shower today. He could, you know, I've heard people talk about their partners who will say, who will deny the oral sex to them because, you know, of some reason, right? And then all she has to do is pull out her package of laurels and go, that's all no right. excuse now, no excuse. <laughs> I've got it covered, babe. You know, um, so it could be, uh, it's empowerment. Um, and uh, and and removing your own like the the stigma that you have within your the the internal talk that women uh, go through when it comes I, to oral yeah. sex. I, yeah, I, I, really, I'm sorry, I found really. you have on your website a figure that I found really astounding, and it was something what and I don't recall offhand, but the, the percentage of women who turn down yeah oral, over eighty percent have turned down oral sex when they really want it to say yes. That is shocking, especially because, I mean, women, come on, we don't always get oral sex. And so when we do, it is amazing and exciting. And so, like, I I think it's unfortunate to find yourself in a situation where you're like, oh, man, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not comfortable yeah. with it today. <laughs> Darn it. <laughs> yeah, because it's not something that's on offer all the time, Mm-mm. you know. Um Mm-mm. And that's unfortunate too, uh, but yeah. or they'll or they'll they'll you know give you a lot of oral sex when they're just dating you, and then once they, once you're like hooked, it goes out the way. It's like it's their courting move, but not their right. maintenance move. <laughs> oh it really needs gosh. to be their maintenance move, you know. Absolutely, <laughs> keep mama happy. Everybody's happy, you know. <laughs> Absolutely, and and also, I mean, we all know that. Oral sex is just, especially for women, far more effective when it comes to helping reach orgasm. Yeah, it's oral all, sex is three yeah. times more likely to lead to an orgasm than intercourse. Yeah. So I just think oral sex is this really great way of solving the orgasm gap. Mm. I mean, you know, I love you've that. heard, I'm sure, orgasm about the orgasm gap. I know. Orgasm gap. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, you know the term? No, I've just heard this. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So basically, you know, statistics show that, um, you know, during hetero uh, heterosexual encounters, like men uh, are at least twice as likely to have an orgasm during that encounter as women are. And, um, you know, I think that one of the ways to solve that is more oral sex because oral sex is so uh, so likely mm-hmm. to lead to more pleasure and lead to orgasm. And, uh, you know, I think it's a really great way to close that gap and make sure that everyone is getting pleasured in bed. Yeah. Yes. I love that. Solving the orgasm gap. Yeah. That could be the name of this episode. I know. Um, <laughs> so what are your plans? I mean, outside of oral sex, outside of, of laurels, what do you like to be involved in? Or do you even have time? to be involved in anything else. You are an entrepreneur. You are, you know, a startup company. I realize that you're, I'm asking a lot to, of you to actually have interests outside of your company <laughs> uh, right now. And, and, right. <laughs> yes, I'm, I, it's funny that you asked that because I am actually like really trying to be uh, better about having a life outside of outside of laurels right. um, and, you know, doing other things that I care about. It's hard when when your job is your passion and you feel lucky to be able to do that every, every day. Um, but you know, at some point you have to be doing something entirely different just to be able to like thoroughly enjoy life. Um, so recently I've taken, uh, some improv classes. Oh, so much fun. <laughs> I really love it. Uh, Fantastic. 
Yeah, yeah I do, so I do improv. So that oh, you do. Yes. That's awesome. So it's yeah. kind of funny that you brought that up. Are you taking yeah. out? Who are you taking with out there? Um, I took it with UCB, okay. and um, I took the first level class, and I'm planning to start the second level class sometime pretty soon. That's uh, great. And, and I love going to comedy shows and stand up. Yeah. And, Yes, fine. Like that. Yeah. It's nice. um, It's totally nice. I feel like I also just got another hobby, but I'm forgetting what it is. So that makes it. Just make it up. You're doing improv. (laughs) You're doing Um, improv. Just make it up. We don't care. Oh my God. I know. I know. Clearly, I'm a little rusty on my improv. Uh, Well, that's because you have to be authentic. And so, you know, if you don't have, if you don't know what the name of the hobby is. My my other hobby is a little bit nerdy. Uh, Not nerdy. It's it's wonderful. I've I've, uh, been uh, trying to become more involved in my. Uh, community council and my neighborhood council. And, you know, I realized that I've lived in the same neighborhood for five years, which is kind of a long time for me. It's the longest I've lived uh, in a particular location since I was, you know, a kid growing up. Uh, so I've been trying to get more involved in local government. And, That's great. Uh, you know, work making with a difference locally and globally. There you go. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's the happiest council in um, California <laughs> they, uh, because they all, the, she, she's helping right. them bridge the right. orgasm gap. And so the, <laughs> the meetings go so much more, they're so much better than anybody else's meetings. You know, the agendas mm-hmm. are, are short. People have things to do outside. Because, they got to go. And they're getting relief outside so they don't have to bring those frustrations to the town meetings, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Totally. No, this is Good just fa- absolutely fantastic. I'm, 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 yeah. glad, I'm glad you're a fellow improv uh nerd like myself yeah. and um it's uh it's good to um you know to to learn that about you and i'm you know i i love what you're doing i sent i sent your website to my daughter in portland and i said i'm mm-hmm. i uh hey guess what we're interviewing the ceo of this company today you know she's she's um she's lesbian and uh i don't know if she uses these products but she should be aware of them you know Aww. and um and so that that worked out. Uh, we'll see what her response yeah. is. And then I I I, uh, I think it's really amazing that not only are you uh, uh, groundbreaking in this industry, but you're also having to create your testing product. Yeah, you're having to create me. the models, right? Mm-hmm. Because the, because they weren't there. Because the female orgasm the female need was just not necessarily uh, considered in all these times so so for somebody to think out there oh well she probably just throws like you know a couple hundred thousand dollars she's good to go but all of these levels so this is quite a significant investment for you right yeah you're not just inventing the panning like inventing these machines and all of these other things like that is just it's so layered we had to to figure out how to um have the manufacturing process happen and um what the dipping molds would look like. Um, if you look at here, I'll, here's mm-hmm. some laurels, by the way. If, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, so if you look at the product, this is the shorty, by the way. And so, um, so basically, it's this really soft material. Yeah, it looks um, soft just by the way can, that you're moving it around. It yeah. looks like it really yeah. is, yeah, flexible. and it smells very yummy. And, um, and so basically, it's seamless. It's, it's like a mm-hmm. seamless product. You know, there's no... Um, there's no stitch. There's nothing. There's no stitch in it. So if yeah. you look at, you know, here's the side of it. 
and then here's the bottom. So in order to do something like that, you have to um, use what's called a dipping mold to make the product. And so we had to figure out what those dipping molds would look like and what mm. they'd be made of and how long they would be dipped. And, um, and what we wanted to do was create a product that when you looked at it, it it doesn't look like condom material. No, it looks right. like something that is, you know, prettier, something that's silky. Mm -hmm. so when you wear this on the body, um, basically this bottom part, I'm am I getting too technical? No, here? no, no, it's fine. Probably the alcohol. Um, so basically <laughs> this bottom part is bigger than a regular crotch area mm -hmm. for a panty. And so that's by design because then um, basically this material on the sides goes in between your outer labia and your inner right. thigh and it basically creates a, like a watertight seal. And so that's why people are able to wear the product while they're on their periods and not have to worry about mess. Oh, wow. And then it also needed to be just incredibly stretchy to allow for Perfect. tongue and finger penetration and then also to be able to fit sizes zero through 14. Oh my God, stretch. that's yeah. crazy. Oh yeah, out. you can yeah. still get penetration. That's mm -hmm. amazing. Yep, a lot of penetration through this material. Oh, wow. So it took a lot of thought, um, a lot of trips uh, back and forth to the factory. Mm -hmm. And it was and to so find a factory, to find a company to work with. Do you have a nice um, group of advisors or a, a board that you, know, that you are relying upon for this kind of information? Yeah. So one of the entities that's been really wonderful is the LA Chamber of Commerce. So they have a division um, that works with tech companies. Okay. Um, it's uh, in Los Angeles. It's called Bixel Exchange. And so that entity... Um, was really one of the first to say, you know what, we don't, we don't care that this is a taboo product. We're actually like really fascinated by what you're doing. And it seems like it can really help a lot of people. And we want to, you know, give you some mentoring and advice. And so Bixel was absolutely wonderful, wonderful early on. And they connected me with a, an expert in manufacturing who was incredibly helpful as I was looking for a factory. And so Bixel was helpful along the line. And then I think for a lot of other, you know, inventors and startup founders, you kind of figure out, okay, what is the next problem that I have? What kind mm -hmm. of expert do I need? Mm -hmm. And then you figure out, like, where do I go for that kind of advice? So for example, um, when I knew I will ultimately need to be applying for this FDA clearance, I was like, okay, now I need to find an FDA expert to help me on that. Hmm, maybe a good way to find that would be to go to a medical devices conference mm -hmm. and oh, yeah. meet a lot of folks who, you know, are in the medical devices industry. So, you know, I, I went to that conference and created some great contacts and met a wonderful FDA consultant who has been really wonderful to work with. And, you know, then at one point I was creating the branding for the product mm -hmm. and, um, I really wanted Laurels to be in the position to become very normal in our lives, something that we see all over the place and, um, you know, that everybody feels comfortable using. Because I think when um, when somebody in the bedroom thinks to themselves, ooh, you know, I really want that oral sex, but I'm finding myself hesitating. I don't want them to have to think twice about pulling laurels out of the right. out of the bedside table, you know, just like this is a very normal and wonderful thing to do. Um, so I wanted the branding to feel 
very um, comfortable for a lot of people. And so I saw Victoria's Secret as being a, uh, you know, a company that has really appealed to so many women over the right. years. Um, yeah. And, you know, things have changed a little bit with Victoria's yeah. Secret, but I still do think it's like a, a very timeless company. So I ended up working with a branding designer who had also worked at Victoria's Secret. Oh my gosh. And that, that felt really perfect. You know? I, know. And so, I love on how on your, your panty, you have the L it's like that, that little branding. Well, mm-hmm. just a little touch. It makes it very feminine. It's not like you've put on some, you know, some duct tape, right? It still <laughs> looks like, it looks like panty, you know, like they're not going to like, from right. looking at you think, oh, she's wearing some some latex right now. They'll think, oh, she has a panty on, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah. That's really, I mean, what a nice touch. What a thoughtful touch, which makes me um, also believe that everything that you've done has been with thought and, and, and mm-hmm. the heart involved. How can I make this the best for my, my users, my consumers, my ladies? I would think, too, that this product could be very relevant in the kink industry because oh, of absolutely. the fact that it's like, latex and has that snappiness and such you know yeah, so totally. so mm-hmm. um so the product actually has like two different textures um on the outside it has this kind of silky texture to it and um kind of matte but the inside is shiny so mm-hmm. it it looks like a latex fetish item mm-hmm. um and a lot of people have chosen to wear it like inside out um so that it really just like looks like kinky fetish wear. Mm-hmm. And just like you said, you know, you can snap it and have some fun with the sounds. You can mm-hmm. sing people through it. Um, you know, I've heard about ripping. People have <laughs> yeah. a lot of fun with the product. <laughs> and, uh, you know, that's just really exciting. We, we wanted to create something that people would be able to use in lots of different ways. Yeah. How much does it cost? Um, so a pack of four is $25. Oh, gosh. Price. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's so reasonable. Yeah, I think so. And sure. they could order them on the website, have them shipped to their houses in a discreet package. <laughs> yes, we use discreet packaging. Yeah. Um, and it comes from uh, our parent company, which is called Brazen Goods. So it doesn't even say yeah. what it's on the Yeah, okay. Yeah. That's great. But one day we'll be, we'll be sold in... Uh, you know, so you can't you, you're, uh, you're drugstores, right, 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 right. You'll right. be able to pick up laurels right and, next to the and, Trojans, right? It'll be the laurels and the Trojans right there. Well, that that's is just awesome. Well, one quick question before we go: um, What would you tell a, a female budding entrepreneur or somebody who has mm-hmm. an idea in her mind? Like, what would you tell her? The what would the best advice that you would give her? I think that one thing to really remember is that like throw away imposter syndrome, like literally all first time entrepreneurs have never done this before. Um, You really, none of us have any idea what we're doing when we start. And it's really about having confidence in yourself, um, figuring out what you need to know. I would recommend just like starting off by reading a book on how to start a company. And that helps you figure out like what you already know and then what you need to know. And then once you've figured out what you need to know, you can go in in more depth uh, to all of those categories and, you know, ask for advice when you need it, ask for help when you need it, but don't feel like an imposter. So many of us have never done this before. That's excellent. That is 
Excellent advice. Excellent and advice. one that we also adopted as we started this the podcast. This podcast because yeah. neither of us I'm had sure. had yeah. any podcasting experience and we did a very had a similar approach that you did in in reaching out to people who we knew were experts. Yeah. And got their advice and then got in there. You know. However, <laughs> however we did have drinking wine experience. So we were fine on that category. That <laughs> drinking of the wine we had that down. You read that in the book and you're like, "Okay, we don't need to look into that anymore. Right. <laughs> There's other things we can focus on. Well, Melanie, yeah. this has been fabulous. Yeah. Thank you for taking the time to talk to us today and, um, and for bringing your product to reality. Yeah, and thank providing you so much for here. inviting me. It's yes. super fun. If you are in uh, St. Louis, please let us know and we'll, yeah. we'll get together and do this in person. Absolutely. Oh, have another Absolutely. conversation. I would love that. And we'll have links to your website on our website. They can find you that way. Yep. MyLaurels.com, uh, at MyLaurels on Instagram. Um, and then you can connect with me personally on Twitter. I'm at Mel Crystal, M-E-L-C-R-I-S-T-O. Well, fantastic. fantastic. Thank you so much for joining us. Take care. Okay. Okay. Nice to see you all. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.